It's the Stephanie Miller Show. There's a lot of really weird, lonely, insecure men out there. Um, the fact that a pop star, the world's biggest pop star, is dating a star tight end who had one of his greatest games ever, and a network puts them on the air briefly, that it bothers you, what does that say about your life? Judge people sometimes on the silly stuff that bothers them. It'll tell you a lot about them. When I hear this whole thing about Taylor Swift, I just want to watch football. Liar. You're lying. <laughs> That's not true. A football telecast is not just football. Right. Thank you. In exactly. fact, the commercials for four hours before the Super Bowl will be widely watched. Yep. Thank you, Colin Coward. Because uh, uh, we are in the stupidest timeline. We are. Well, the, the thing is, the, the folks on the on the far right are really making conspiracy theories out oh of my this. Oh, God, and yeah. endangering it, Taylor Swift. Exactly. It is with insane. This. Yeah. The fact that we're even, like, because we're obviously a huge immigration thing, this ridiculous right. impeachment. There's so many issues. But, of course, because we're in the stupidest timeline. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. He's talking about t- and it's And it's, first of all, he's right. How, what about the kiss cam? And, oh, look, Jack Nicholson's right. at a Lakers yeah. game. And are you kidding me? I think somebody did the, it's 18 seconds or something. Or is average the amount is of 25 seconds. 25 seconds. The amount right. of time, and by the way, the Chiefs' ratings are through the roof. Are you they kidding? The most popular pop star in the world. Like, why wouldn't you go? Like, you know? Yeah, the Chiefs yeah. have made over three hundred million dollars because of Taylor Swift. Right. right. I, I I just don't think it's as stupid as you're kind of making it out to be because people no, are getting are danger. getting into danger now yeah, she's in because danger. of the the hysteric the hysterics but over it, this. It's part of the same story you're we right. talk about all the time, Chris. Is we. I, I, Either we become a na- you know a nation of just conspiracy theorists or everybody yeah. or uh, by the way George Conway treated we just were talking about this we're in the nation in the midst of a massive mental health mm-hmm. crisis as much as anything yes. else and my best friend uh, Dr. Wanda Dr. Oh. Juggs she she has large she's known by some well that's where she has uh, large tatas yes that's where but she's also went. a brilliant brilliant yes. psychologist and so she goes back to Australia but we're gonna have her in we're gonna have her in on the show because I think it would be. An interesting conversation because some of this, Chris, we keep talking about: is it politics? Is it tribalism? Is it mental illness? And what combination of? I mean, well, the, what George Conway was referring to. Oi, this story: man beheads his yeah. federal employee father mm-hmm. and posts video of decapitated head on YouTube while calling for a revolution against the Biden regime yep. and to fight the army of illegal immigrants. Police take him into custody. Sad. Yeah. He went on about you know, woke the woke army <sighs> yeah, and right. LGBTQ people I, and Eugene Carroll, uh, Taylor Swift. I'm sure needs massive security because of these sure. psychopaths. Yeah. And, and it's so you're right, Chris. That's the part I was saying yes. to Jody before the show. I said it, while it's hilarious, it's also deeply sad. It is. I'm, I'm Taylor sad Swift thing. And, and, is, and a little bit frightened by all of this too. Me too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I is this Ramaswamy? Is he one of the ones that started it? Yeah, He's a nutcase. I uh, he yeah he suggested on uh, Twitter that the game between the Chiefs and the 49ers gonna, was going to be rigged. So there's that. The right. election denialism yeah. has now bled into football. Right. And I'm like, without wait, any, the NFL right. rigged this? Because what? Without <laughs> any kind yeah. of evidence whatsoever. Right. He's just putting it right. out there. In order to secure what he called a major presidential endorsement coming from an artificially culturally popped up couple this fall. Oh, God. <laughs> um, 
Heath Mayo said, nothing to see here, folks. Just a wild-eyed, mouth-frosting conspiracy theory from an adult male that the Super Bowl outcome is purposefully rigged by Biden in exchange for the eventual endorsement of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. These people have mental issues, yeah. seriously. So which and- is it, right-wingers? Are, is, does Biden have to be propped up and fed by a tube? Or, or is he this mastermind right, right. who is orchestrating right. all of this Taylor and Swift I, stuff? And I love that it's like they're not a real couple. This is artificial, but they, first of all, they bought Tim Scott's girlfriend immediately. <laughs> yes, <laughs> deeply in <thank> love. You. <laughs> Engaged thank and, you. Okay, I mean, it's just the whole thing is so ridiculous. You don't even yeah. know, like, yeah. And JoJo from Jurors, our friend, the keeper of the facts of the Stephanie Miller yes, show. Yes, she is. Said Taylor Swift has won ten Grammy Awards, a Primetime Emmy Award, forty American Music Awards, forty Billboard Music Awards, twenty-three MTV Video Music Awards. She's the female musician with the most charted songs, most top forty songs, most top twenty songs, most top ten songs, most top five songs, and, and most number one debuts. Her Eras tour was the highest grossing mm-hmm. tour of all time. Yeah. She is worth one point one billion and she's dating Travis Kelsey. All of that and somehow MAGA believes she gives a what they think right <laughs> I mean, she couldn't care less she couldn't right. care less but but, but even if she and doesn't then and then the anti-vaxxers yeah. of course have jumped into this of course. like oh. it just because travis kelsey said hey you should get vaccinated it's to insane. stay healthy yeah. it's insane i i mean oh my god it is insane yeah okay i'm saving this this is for our dr wanda stack. okay this is for our mental illness stack we'll just put that over there um <laughs> How about this one, Hannity? Maybe Taylor Swift just bought into all the lies about Republicans that they're racist and sexist and homophobic and xenophobic and transphobic and Islamophobic and they want a total ban on abortion. If she, she believes all that, she's believing a lie. No. Perhaps she has not very perceptive. Yeah, she hasn't <laughs> indicated any of that. He right. is projecting all of that onto a blank canvas oh. that is Taylor Swift. My point is the Republican Party is racist, sexist, right. homophobic, transphobic. Is true, <laughs> right. That's, yes, that's, but that yes, that's quite in, obvious. She hasn't indicated that she believes any of that. Yeah. The fact he's projecting that onto her. Um, yeah. A point of order. Yes, Jody Hamilton. Um, please approach the bench. In the documentary, uh-huh. she does say, I should not, I should have come out against Trump in 2016. Okay. Yeah, no, she's that's expressed. Fine. That's why, in fact. And she's also said that people should vote. Yes. That's, and that's why, Chris, to your point, her father in that documentary was so concerned. Right. right. Exactly. With her expressing her politics. Exactly. Right. Which is insane. In, it shouldn't matter. Yes. This is Stone Kettle, was to uh, your point, Chris, as well. This Taylor Swift thing, yeah, it's funny, but it's also crazy as yeah. hell. It is symptomatic of a dangerous, growing instability gripping mm-hmm. a huge chunk of the population. Yes. For these people, the entire world has become some enormous, fantastically complex conspiracy aimed at them, and everything is evidence of it. Nothing is fringe, and every insanity, no matter how bizarre, is mainstreamed and taken at face value. Unchecked, this kind of madness leads directly to the violent suicide of civilization yes yes absolutely and it's getting out of hand and i'm getting a little scared yeah because there's nothing i can do about it except for yeah talk about it on this stupid show i beg your pardon excuse me (laughs) beg your pardon sir (laughs) insulting me is solely my job You know um, what I mean. Yeah, you know, but seriously, <laughs> right. when sportscasters are the best thought leaders, let's everyone's talking about Colin Coward because, you know, you're like, oh my God. I've never heard of him. And I, I hate, I hate to say it, sports. but all the right wing 
you know, extremist violence that we're seeing, huge percentage. They're all, it's this, what he's talking about. Exactly. Sad, angry, lonely men, incels. Yes. You know, there's always like some kind of domestic violence, women, misogyny in he these stories that end up being mass shooters or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you know, it's like, oh, you're going to blame them. Yes, <laughs> statistically, there's, there is a... Uh, ask Chris Ray. Ask anybody. There is an incidence of far right, yes. violent extremism. Ninety, what, nine percent by men, by men like that. Colin Coward's talking about. Right, and when they get whipped up into a frenzy, you get something like January sixth, or right. even worse. Thank right. you. And I swear the tra- the Taylor and Kelsey thing. I keep thinking, are we? triggering everybody's high school issues yes that we can't all be the homecoming queen and the star quarterback everybody <laughs> like you know put all your your neuroses back in your box we all had insecurities when we were in high school i look like an armenian dude listen i am happy for <laughs> there aren't a lot of pictures from my high school because i didn't run to be in front of cameras no same yeah same so uh-huh. ran from camera exactly <laughs> i was this the whole time <laughs> Chris could be the story of the loneliest runner. That's why he's got so fast <laughs> and so fit running from the camera in high right, school. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, more Colin Coward. Listen to this. The New York Times measured how long she was actually on the broadcast. Thank you. Do you know how long it is on average? 25 seconds in three and a half hours. Yeah. Against the Ravens, it was up to a whopping 32 seconds. Oh, my God. It was 14 Chiefs and Raiders on Christmas, 12 Chiefs and Bengals, uh, 24 seconds, Buffalo, Kansas City. She was on for a minute against the Dolphins, but it was an absolutely awful broadcast. They should have had a concert in the middle of it. That would have been more interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we were saying, like, he was talking about how little is actually football between commercials yeah, and kiss everything. cam and it's this thing and the play. I, cheerleaders and play. the mascots and the... Ay, ay, ay. Okay, uh, he continued. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Love him. Drake on everything. Yes, dude. Spike Lee, Knicks games. We're fine with celebrities on camera. Michigan sporting events. Mm -hmm. We celebrate it. 80s, 90s, Jack Nicholson, Laker games. It's cool. Saw Jack. But a talented and beautiful woman is on the air. Mm -hmm. One who would never pay attention to lonely men, Uh and it bothers them. Yep. Thank you. There's a stat out there, it's kind of uncomfortable for you sad guys, that (laughs) 50% of men never have real intimacy with a woman. I mean, he is just so dead. I can't wait to get Dr. Wanda down here. She's going to solve everything for us. Oh, good. Okay. Um, Maybe I should do my bullhorn and get her down here now. Sure. Maybe this is a national emergency, like the border. We and have a lot we're of gonna, guests. So today. we're going to fix it now. We have a lot of rather guests than today. say that we're going to wait till after the election. Today it's a full day tomorrow. <laughs> yes, I'm wearing my Puck Futen shirt. I be know careful. it makes you nervous. I time. said it be right because we have Philip Itner uh, live from yeah. uh, Ukraine, and also Malcolm Nance, also Bob Sesk, also Carlos Rocky. It, it is a man meet Wednesday. Is Malcolm back from Israel? I asked him. He never got back to okay. me, so All I right. don't know where he's calling. From somewhere. He's, he's okay. around somewhere. Yeah. From huh? a, some man cave somewhere. We'll know when we see the background. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's like Forrest Gump. Right. He's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was my point? I Chris? have no idea. You know you can't talk when Graham's talking. Okay, what was I It was about Wanda about, yeah. and... Um, no, just, I mean... Uh, sportscasters. Sportscasters. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get the general area we were in. My <laughs> point... <laughs> it's early. Weren't we talking about pea trees? No, I mean, I know it's, uh, the rough area. 
cutting uh, cutting off corn from a cob. I don't know why Something that just like that. Uh, that stuck in my head. I was uh, driving my friend to rescue a dog up north one time, and she was we we're just looking, she looked out the window. She goes, "Are those pea trees?" I'm like, "Peas, peas don't, don't run grow on, on trees." trees. No. <laughs> I don't know why. So pea trees was stuck in my head because I was like, "What? No." Okay, here's my point. Uh, yes, it's just I think Colin Coward has you know has put his finger on the pulse of this. Yeah, that is. is, you know, like Chris is sort of saying. It's hilarious, and you can mock people, but you go, we have a serious, you know, not just mental health crisis, but something conspiracy theory. I mean, everything becomes a conspiracy right. theory, yes. right? right? Vaccines, elections. Now the NFL, really? The NFL rigged the NFL. For- the NFL is rigging the election for, for right. Biden. Right. Yes, the NFL is rigging the election. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, one more. Colin Coward. That means the other 50% have multiple intimate relationships with women and those ones that don't are angry and sad and lonely Mm -hmm. and they are often misogynistic Mm -hmm. and resent women who didn't give them the time they think they deserve we celebrate all these goofballs jumping on tables in buffalo and cheese hats and men and men and matthew mcconaughey and drake and jack nicholson men and men and men and eminem and it's cool and can i get a selfie and i can't believe i saw And a young, attractive, beautiful, talented woman comes on for 25 seconds. (laughs) They lose it, yeah. And you're bothered. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, it's like it strikes a point with me because we're here in L.A. And I remember that. That was like the the whole thing of Lakers games. Yeah. What celebrity? Oh, look, there's Jack. Oh, yeah. look, there's Spike Lee. You know. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. I went to one in person, and my girlfriend and I spent the entire time uh, speculating about how big Shaq's must be because it was. We were just anyway. My His point is that was the whole big. thing. Okay. Is what other people are here. His there's, feet are big. <laughs> you were there with a girlfriend. You said yes, my longtime well, girlfriend. Yes. Why should both of you even care? I don't. Well, you know, he's big. He's a tall I was, man. I was. He's a large human. It was more of a, you know, like a... Curiosity. Yes, a scientific curiosity, okay. Chris. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, like how your feet oh, are this like, long. You know, I've told you the famous story. of uh, She had a, a dear friend who uh, you probably knew he was a sales guy. At probably. place where we used to work. Uh-huh. And, yeah, very big guy. Also a very big guy, very tall. And so she told me how big his was. And so... How uh, did she know? Oh, no. Because he had a, he had really? a, he had a propensity for... It? Taking it out, yeah, because he was proud. And so I actually, at the old, uh, remember, Sushi Nazi in Studio City, uh-huh. we went to dinner, and I actually said, can I see it? Because I'm just curious. <laughs> it's like, it is. It's like a scientific artifact. And so he actually put it across the trunk of, uh, or the hood of my car. He sort of displayed it like a like a butcher would display, like, how about this rack of lamb? Would you... <laughs> And it made a, like a thud. It was, I was, it was really, it was very impressive. Ew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep that away from me. Okay. Oh, you know what I really like? <laughs> I have more penis stories oh, because God. Wanda's here. She just so had lunch with a um, guy who became a pretty semi-famous director who we did Edinburgh Theater Festival with. And I don't know why I ended up in a hot tub with him in, uh, at USC. Edinburgh? Yeah. I didn't do anything with him. <laughs> but I also remember he had one of the largest things I've ever seen. I have a, my mind is like a Rolodex for very, very large. Maybe that's why, I'm, like you ran from cameras. Maybe I ran because I assume they all were that big. And I, but I just remember, I was like, God, he had the biggest effort, right? They're not So all you've that big. seen the schwanstikas of all of your oh, co-workers, except for mine. Could I see yours? No. <laughs> you've seen her? Who, huh? I think you've seen Travis's actually. No, I don't recall. No? I know we were in the pool, but I don't think I did. But you've seen her hoo-ha. 
I've, I've yeah. seen your hoo-ha. Also, because Travis is tall, it is a scientific, like, oh, I wonder right what there. proportion it is compared. How did I get, you know what, we maybe I should break now. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're late. running late. Yeah, and then bring Dr. Wanda down to explain my whole psychosis no, to no, you. Yeah, we need Dr. Wanda <laughs> to now, come down stats, and, and analyze stats, that whole first segment. Stats. The last 40 years of my psychological. Right before whatever. Bob gets on, we need okay. Wanda down All here. Right. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Bob Seska. Let's think about that for a minute. Oh, God. Why did I bring that up? Mm. Oh, Lordy. 21. You're talking. You're. It's like working in the Sorry, 50s. Sorry, Bob. It's not me. Sorry, Bob. Oh, my I God. I told him all his kid pictures that he posts, he looks like Gulliver's Travels. He's like 47 times bigger than anyone in the pictures his age. She's your human antidepressant. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Does the conversation get elevated during commercials? No. Oh, no. If, if you're watching on Free Speech TV and you saw Jody doing this from her uh, her uh, arm, because we were saying, because I was saying, but seriously, how big do you think Shaq's is? It's big. And what was your point? That something... This is how big your foot is. It's as long as from your the inside of your wow. elbow to your wrist. Wow. If you put your foot up there, that's how big it is. All right. You know, I feel like uh, Karen <laughs> in Chicago needs to join this mm. conversation as yeah, the saucy little minx that she is. Hello. Hello, good Hello. morning. Um, I just want to say this. You know, the, that sound bite, I don't know who that was because I was Colin, talking to Chris. Colin Coward, uh, um, sportscaster. Yep, yeah, for Fox Sports. Yeah, yeah. Amazing, amazing. Um, yeah, the uh, the attacks on Taylor Swift are disgusting. But yeah. here's, here's what every man, woman, child, whatever needs to know. We have 64,000 women in this country carrying their rapist baby they're being forced to carry their rapist baby their we front have runner six thousand women in their, texas their front runner is a rapist karen who taken away all women's bodily autonomy uh, listen to e Jean carroll who i thought the most important thing she said is he is nothing we don't need to be afraid of him we have got to as women take back our rights yep. and the, our male allies 29 minutes after the hour bob seska next speaking of which Again, judge people by the silly things that bother them. This says nothing, this anger. This says nothing about Taylor Swift. It says everything about the men bothered by it. Yep. Thank you. We only like sexy, liberal, super strong men. They're secure enough to have sex with powerful Amazon women in refrigerators. I think we all know who we're talking about. Look uh-huh. who's here. Yeah. Speaking of dreamy, hunky men, why? Bob Seska joins us now. We interrupt this program to bring you a special broadcast. You're cute and I love you, Bob Seska. Where are you coming from? Bob is calling us from Washington. You Seska thing. Washington, D.C. Just follow the money. Oh, hi. Good morning, Bob Seska. Hi, hi, Pockets. How are you? <laughs> uh, thank you, Mrs. Liddy. Uh, yeah, that was... <laughs> That was that was G Gordon Liddy's nickname for me. Yep. Those of you who are no, just I know. joining and us, there's yeah. one degree of separation between us always because G Gordon Liddy, Liddy hit on me in front of his wife at a radio convention. Oh, that's yeah, right. So 
Oh my God! What yeah. did he hit on you with? What was his? Uh, just, what was his line? Was that I, I can kill a man with a pencil? Was that it? <laughs> no, it was sort of some forties gangster. He was like, "Say, hey, you're a good-looking lady." <laughs> oh. That sounds word. like him. Uh, you might sound like cement him. galoshes. My yeah. Liddy is not as good as Bob's Liddy. Go ahead, sure. do your Liddy. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of a good line. I, I can kill a guy with a pencil, uh, <laughs> Mrs. Liddy. Mrs. Liddy made ice cream that you could snap like a twig. It wasn't, I, no, it was it is icing. a little Ed- icing. Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah, yeah Bob. A little bit. Take, yeah, that picture, yeah. take that picture of David Letterman down, see? Yeah. Yeah, and, and then when I said no, <laughs> that I won't take the David Letterman picture down off of Buzz's newsroom wall, he said, that was Oh, the like a penguin. He just yeah. Like, yeah, it just waddled off. Yeah. Little Edward G. Robinson, little penguin. Just... Little teeny tiny man, yeah. That was yeah. Gordon Liddy. Was I could fit him in my pocket? In fact, yeah. one high pocket. One of your high pockets. High pocket. My yeah. high, very high pocket. Yeah. Um, Rick tweeted uh, Wednesday oozes testosterone on the Stephanie Miller show in an extravaganza of thoughtful, non-hating Taylor Swift men. Time, time to let the love flow. I mean, what is Bob this nas- national psychosis? We just played oh, yeah. obviously Colin Coward talking yep. about it. That you know, and we keep saying. It is sort of hilarious for those of us that mock the right wing MAGA for a living, but it, it is deeply sad and troubling too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the American nervous breakdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about that for some time now. Uh, our collective cheese is falling off of our collective cracker, and there's a. It's it, what's uh, the tragic and awful thing about this too is. There are brands being built around this kind of insanity. There's business models being built around it, and that's kind of what fuels this. I mean, when you talk about people like Jack Posobiec and Charlie Kirk and those guys, I mean, it's a, it's a show for yeah. money and cash and, and selling merch and all the rest of it. But the, the thing, I, I guess what's bubbling under the surface, too, is this confluence of toxic male sports fandom combining with toxic male political fandom and it's creating this perfect storm that's barreling right toward taylor swift and the people who like taylor swift and it's as uh, chris was saying earlier it's it's immensely dangerous because you don't know what they're capable of and and i'm right i'm in this mindset right now because i've been watching fargo season five which (laughs) is oh my god it's so good (laughs) it really is stop yelling and John Hamm's character yes. is like an embodiment of this kind Speaking of libertarian, of big D energy. far-right, hmm? yeah, yeah, white supremacist, misogynistic, yeah. uh, woman-beating, all this stuff. He is so evil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. evil. Yes. Yes. But yeah, yeah, you uh, retweeted David Frum, who said, Countdown begins to the House Republican impeachment of Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> you know, we joke... <laughs> But like, would they? They might do a censure. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, you know, there, yeah. there's people, serious adult men, saying that it's you know a Pentagon psyop <laughs> right, <laughs> to right. get Biden well, elected. I mean, yeah. it's like there's a whole generation of wingnuts who are finally now realizing that most of people who are in the arts tend to be liberal and vote liberal, vote Democratic, and that's the way it's always, always been. I've always wondered, like, what is it like to be a far-right conservative in America and not have really any significant pop culture people in your corner? Oh, wait. And I think a lot of these guys, especially guys like Charlie Kirk, are just like, oh, my God, are you serious? We only have Kid Rock and... Scott Bayo, is they that said all that, that's left? They said that like it was a a good thing. Brag. They yeah. said we've they we've got oh, Ted so Nugent what? and John Boyd. <laughs> we've Boyd. got Ted John Nugent. Boyd. 
We're yeah, like, and he said influencers. We have influencers, which is like kind of like saying and the rest at the end of the Gilligan's <laughs> Island theme didn't, song. Didn't someone say, oh, Alina Hobbit? Somebody, Let's they see. said, or no, they said Lauren Boebert is their Taylor Swift. Yes. Good luck. Kim Handy Jason. I mean, she's selling out stadiums. Do you know how impossible it is to sell out a stadium? That's like 100,000 people. Oh. Like three nights in a row on the same stadium. This is so fly. She was here for a week. Alina Haba. Bless Bless you. you. Thank you. Said uh, that more women should be like her than Taylor Swift. No. Really? And by the way, Trump's looking for a new lawyer, which is weird, Bob, to to, do his CG and Carol appeal. I don't know why she did such a good job. Job. He only hires the best people. You see. Exa- all the best. All the best. As long as you have chunky blonde highlights. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean, that's the it, trap. He 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 puppeteers all of his lawyers, and then when they puppeteer for him, uh, the, uh, he fires them because they're right. incompetent. And he's like, "Why are they so incompetent?" And they don't get paid, and their ru- ru- the career is ruined. <laughs> yeah. It's just. Anyway. I mean, they're doing exactly what he's asking them to do. Exactly right. the sorts of ridiculous stuff. I mean, John Sauer before the D.C. Uh, circuit was arguing exactly what Donald Trump says at his rallies. I have the greatest polls. I'm so popular. I'm the most popular man in the world. I mean, it's what he's been saying in yeah. the context of Taylor Swift, too. Yeah. Oh, and I'm more popular. I'm more popular than she is. Yeah. Oh, and he's, he's uh, vowed a holy war against her. And, and, right. I thought, and then like, when, that, when that fails, he's yeah. like, oh, you're fired. <laughs> I can't use you anymore. I mean, Jojo from Jersey said, MAGA doesn't believe it's possible for a pop star to be dating a football player whose team is going to the Super Bowl, but they do believe that Donald Trump was found uh, uh, liable of sexual assault, defamation, and business fraud for them. <laughs> and that's how you know it's a cult. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. and I was saying to Karen from Chicago, Bob, about how this is a larger issue. This is just a woman-hating party led by a rapist who has taken away women's yeah. bodily autonomy. I, I, if if I, well, you and I have to tell people why they need to vote, <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know what to say anymore. Right, right. And just looking in on what's happening among the Red Hat Entertainment Complex, we're only a matter of, I would say, months away from one of these guys starting to say, hey, you know what? Spousal abuse should be legal. We should be able to do that because women, this is what the Bible says about women. I mean, they're going down that road with pilots right now, whether it's black pilots or women pilots. I mean, heaven forbid Candace Owens be on a flight with another black woman pilot. I mean, she... But lost just, her mind on her show. Uh, oh God! Yeah, she, you get she, you know yeah. she, you get her to be, you know you get someone to be uh, you know what you call it, racist. Charlie Kirk's oh, if there's a black pilot, you get her to be sexist against women. Yeah. I mean, it just it is amazing. I mean, I don't, Bob. I don't. The, the it's, Johnny yeah, again. It's it's a business model when you uh, build your brand around right. this kind of nonsense. Like misogyny it, is just the yeah. it's the core of their you know their their whole party now. I mean, I, mm-hmm. Johnny tweets. They cried about Barbie empowering women. They cried about the Little Mermaid being black. They cried about Taylor Swift being powerful. I'm not talking about little kids with attitudes. I'm talking about grown ass men. Pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they call uh, us again, snowflakes, right? Yes, and, and it's just it's as if n- just now they're realizing that, as I was saying before, that pop culture is something that tends to be, I mean, people who are in the arts tend to have a more progressive mindset and worldview, yeah. and it's, ju- it's like they're just now realizing it. It's, how could this possibly be? And so this is adding into the list the gigantic slag heap of grievances that they're constantly building, that Donald Trump is constantly fueling, and and this is what's generating significant revenue for their merch stores and their podcast downloads and their Patreon yeah. pages. That's 
that's how it works. And uh, and what it's doing is it's putting us in this place, Stephanie, where I don't think democracy can continue in this country as long as one half of the political debate in this country is occupied by people who think these horrendous things. And then we get into a situation where every election we have to sandbag against the rising tide of fascism that if the election goes the wrong way for president and a, a national office, yeah. then it could mean the end of democracy. I mean, yeah. that's we're in this election to election I mean, cycle. And where every time we face another one, it's like, well, if it goes the wrong way, if a couple of percentage that's points why in I, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. so, suddenly we're in fascism. Well, that's why Taylor Swift is so critical, and they are going yeah. literally cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, right. Rachel Bittacoffer, who I stole from you because we've been exchanging bodily fluids, hey. fluids and best. humans yeah. since 1908. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> right. we ask this question all the time, right? How do you get the half of the country to vote that doesn't vote? How do you get young people? Well, Taylor Swift, this is, this is somebody on Fox talking about this is why they're losing it hang on we have had enough of taylor swift for now but here's the fact have we chiefs are going to the super bowl and now there's an online plea circulating that is begging people to become niners fans for the next two weeks <laughs> just so it doesn't raise travis kelsey aka mr pfizer's star power along with of course taylor swift because it is so scary there was a recent poll one-fifth of taylor swift fans <gasps> said they would back whichever candidate that she endorsed. Oh my God! <laughs> that's, that's causing the collective thing of pants. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> the right. I, I go back to that line from Stripes: uh, yeah. "Lighten up, Francis." Yeah. I mean, this is no kidding. <laughs> I mean, talk about t- turning a nothing into a gigantic thing. She's just a sports. She just likes the Chiefs, for right. God's sake. Your boyfriend plays with them. Po- oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. She, she's not pointing and laughing at your tiny penises. This is not she happening. Should. She's just that should be the, the halftime show. Team. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd, can we have that Super Bowl halftime show where just Taylor Swift goes around and laughs at everyone's small penis? That's Charlie uh, Kirk's uh, penis. Oh, I would yeah. love Charlie that Kirk's show. Penis. <laughs> oh wearing a Biden. 24 uh-huh. t-shirt um <laughs> you know what i don't even think she has to endorse anybody she like hasn't. that I, I, and yeah yeah she she really probably shouldn't quite Please. honestly she oh, already yeah. did she already she, said yeah. she voted for biden she, the, the, her with the biden again. cookies is making people lose their shizzle um here's yeah, yeah. i love uh just exposing the republican party for exactly who they are this ridiculous mayorkas impeachment and them tr- trump stopping actual immigration reform, what they're impeaching Mm -hmm. him for. Um, Here's Dan Goldman. The irony of the fact that Secretary Mayorkas has spent the last two months plus with a bipartisan group of senators negotiating legislation that would address the problems at the border should not be lost on anyone. You are sitting here right now trying to impeach a Secretary of Homeland Security for neglecting his duties literally while he is trying to perform his duties and negotiate legislation. I just say, no, I feel like the Republicans are more exposed than ever because it's all out there. People know yeah. they're, there's not going to fix the border because Trump told them not to because right. he wants the issue. And it, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 even a normal person is like, oh, it's a crisis of epic proportions. It's an emergency, but it can wait <laughs> until Trump's yeah. in office, right? This is uh, performance art. 
for mm-hmm. the, the fan base who wants to seek revenge against all the Democrats who impeached Donald Trump twice, with good cause, by the way. Yeah. And so they're just randomly going after other people just because they want to do that. And, and that's, uh, that's what helps them the most. So this is nonsense. They don't have the votes. I don't think that any of these impeachment uh, proceedings are going to actually succeed because the balance of power in the House is so narrow. They're going to have to get a whole bunch of moderate Republicans who are in Joe Biden districts, yeah. et cetera, to vote for this thing. And I don't think they're going to be able to do it. So this yeah. is... But they, but the point is, they want to be able to go home and say, we tried to impeach Mayorkas, we tried oh to get God. Hunter Biden, we tried to impeach Joe Biden, yeah. and all, the whole list of add, throw in the grievances right. and yada, 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 Taylor Swift, and then suddenly also, all Bob, the uh, fanboys are in line. As yeah. the official economist of the Stephanie Miller show. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I give out titles like Skittles. You do. You tweeted, uh, Trump, recession, Bush 30, 43, recession, Bush 41, recession, Reagan, recession, Nixon Ford, recession, Eisenhower, recession, Hoover, depression. Since 1933, GDP growth under Democratic presidents, 4.6%. GDP growth under Republicans, presidents, 2.4%. If you want a, the economy, vote Republican. I mean, yeah. I don't know... What else we can do to take this issue back, Bob, when people, some polling still shows, oh, I think Trump's better on the economy, when, oh my God, he lost Mm -hmm. the first president to lose jobs since Hoover. And you look at Biden's record on everything. I don't, you know, with no help from the mainstream media, what's your advice on how we, other than just putting the facts out on whatever platforms we can? Right. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Because this is a myth that the Republicans are the party of fiscal responsibility and all that. It's utter, complete nonsense. What happens with with stewardship of the economy is Democrats invariably have uh, a, a whole set of things that they can do that they know actually functions as far as growing the economy. Whereas Republicans just go back to the same couple of things tax cuts and deregulation and that never works it's the, it's like they're trying to achieve something separate from actually you know growing the economy and so consequently you have a series of republican presidents who all i mean with the last hundred years republican presidents have always been yeah. in office when there's a recession but and yeah, yeah i mean that's Bob, something we need to get out there to rachel bittekoffer's point that she said on your fantastic podcast being that you are the best interviewer in america uh-huh Oh, thank you. Pause. I tried. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What about how tribal they are? Why we shouldn't worry Mm -hmm. about, you know, approval ratings? Because she was saying Republicans, the day Biden was inaugurated, said the economy sucks now. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so they just, they're never going to say anything is good under, you know, they're like, oh, everything was better under Trump. Oh, yeah, Eric, look at all these interviews with maggots. You're like, what? You know, they have. I mean, the great irony is, first of all, they're not winning. The, The other great irony about that is, they're solely all about winning and they don't care what is required to get to that end game to get to that win Mm -hmm. they'll use anything in their toolbox to be able to get to that point whether it's lying or making stuff up or making themselves out to be uh, something that they're not i mean this is trump's whole thing certainly but the broader republican party is all about that relying on uh failed policy ideas uh failed ideology things that just don't work but they keep going back to that well uh simply because they think it gets them to a a victorious election season and and what we're seeing now again is uh, a lot of losses in a row as uh you know people like simon rosenberg will remind us speaking of tools toolboxes and giant tools (laughs) <laughs> no, one of the I, best I tools 
to, di- to yeah. dismantle this march to fascism and keep our democracy is the Bob Seska show. It is. At yes. sexyliberal.com, which is essential to uh, American democracy, and God bless America. As we Thank like you so God much. bless Thank you. Thank you. the United States. Nice Still haven't gotten to the bottom of that thing, whatever no. that was. Dentures, don't know. Stroke, don't know. <laughs> no adequate response. But uh, we do know that they were handing out morphine like Skittles at <laughs> the White were. House. They so. were. They were. Yep. All right. Love you, Bob Seska. See ya. Love Thank you, Stephanie. Bye-bye. 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 Mm-hmm. Yum, yum, yum. Okay. If he could send some pictures, childhood pictures of uh, other kids tying him down, that would be really funny because it would be exactly Gulliver's Travels. Travels. Yeah, because he's huge. Red, white, and Steph. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Phil it- Itmer, live from Ukraine. Next. That's right. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. consistently voted against funding for border security. You can't make this stuff up. They say we don't need more money. We just need a president who follows the law. We hear that again and again. We heard that last night in the Rules Committee. Now I hope that they're not implying that the former president, a rapist who was just ordered by a jury to pay $83 million for defaming his victim, I hope they're not saying that he follows the law. He's been indicted four times with 91 felony counts. Wow. I mean, this guy's been indicted more times than he's been elected. Give me a break. <laughs> oh, That's man. who's calling the shots around here? Oh, man. <laughs> Representative McGovern. Yeah. Go on with your bad self. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and meanwhile, of course, uh, holding up aid to Ukraine, uh, Phil, Philip Itner uh, tweets, U.S. politicians may have let re- Ukraine down, cynically playing politics with the lives of people resisting a cruel invader. The news business may have moved on to the next shiny object so they can get ratings, but thankfully we've got independent media like... Stephanie Miller. Thank you. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll be on today. And here he is. <laughs> here he comes, Phil Itner. Uh, yeah. Well, it's true. It's yeah. true. Thanks for the opportunity to keep Ukraine in people's minds. Yeah. No. Th- and thank you for you know for continuing to speak. I have worn a t-shirt. We've worn t-shirts shirt. for each other. Yours is Dr. Red Leonard's great organization helping the kids in Ukraine, and I am just a for all of the saying uh, you know off to Putin on every level. So here, <laughs> <laughs> here, here. So. Here. Uh, Philip, can we, I mean, I, I guess I've gotten so used to and exhausted with the Republican Party just being traitors. I'm sorry. There's no other way to say it. That this is, these are Putin's uh, marching orders. Yeah, I, I, I am a veteran broadcaster of over, you know, 25 years, and I am going to have to bite my tongue because uh, I'm going to have to watch my language because this infuriates me beyond belief. I live with these people. I have seen the suffering in Ukraine and the fact I thought it was awful enough 
that the GOP was holding hostage aid to Ukraine over their presupposed concern about the border. But then to find out that they don't even care about the border, mm-hmm. that, that, that there is no way, yeah. no scenario in which they would support Ukraine and give aid to these people who are suffering daily. We, we, we have been attacked repeatedly here in Kiev. It is clear there is an ammunition shortage. I saw last week, you know, missiles streaking up into the sky for air defense, something we have had because of the the patriot system that America gave to Ukraine was positioned yeah. here. And now we're forcing Ukraine because of a lack of ammunition to decide whether to protect their troops on the front line or to protect their citizens in the, in, in, in the cities and the villages. That is a disgusting decision that we are Thank forcing. Thank you. Yeah, on. and you tweeted yeah, about it's, that, it's Phil. Awful. And I got to say... I saved uh, Brett from uh, Midas Touch's tweet. I just, it's so exhausting to have to try to explain how this is in America's self-interest. It, that it, it is a teeny sliver of our defense budget. Uh, he said, when we give Ukraine aid, we're not dropping bags of money at Zelensky's house like Republicans want you to believe. We're funding American contractors to make weapons and supplies to send to Ukraine. It's an investment in America in more ways than one. It not only helps the economy, it also helps is the most cost-effective way to deter and damage Russia. Plus, contrary to what Republicans say, it prevents America and our allies from being forced to send troops. Um, you let Ukraine fall, Putin will continue on to other countries, eventually encroaching on NATO territory, funding Ukraine is in our national security interests. What I mean, hundred percent. I was going to say, what don't 100%. they get? But they do get that. They just don't care, I guess. They just don't care, or they alternatively, they there are those who do, who are fellow travelers with uh, Putin's vision of the world, the, uh, this autocratic vision of the world, um, and that's exactly what Ukrainians are fighting against. I don't know why it's so hard. Um, we as a former colony of an empire to understand another colony of an empire wanting to break free and have self-determination. Why is that hard to understand? The people of Ukraine do not want to live under the thumb of Moscow. And if Moscow wins here, it will send a signal around the globe that America is not to be dependent upon, that we're a bad ally, yeah. and that also autocracies can win over democracies. And can That's I just, where we are. Yeah, and can I just say, uh, Jody, have I ever mentioned to you that I will die mad about 2016? No, that's the first I've heard of it. Part of it is because Putin helped their guy and them. Yeah. And so they are yeah, traitors to the United States. And so it, it, this is, uh, you know, David Frum tweeted, you know, that I was thinking, Phil, how everything is interconnected now, right? We're having Malcolm Nance coming up. He's obviously been in mm-hmm. Ukraine, uh, went to mm-hmm. Israel. But he said on October 20th, President Biden asked for $106 billion to aid Ukraine and Israel against attacks by Russia, Iran, and their proxies. For 100 days, House Republicans yeah. have said no. Uh, today, Iranian proxies have killed Americans. I mean, it's a, yep. it, it, another one. Where are the large-scale sweeping protests to get funding for Ukraine against Russian attacks now that funding has stalled due to Putin's puppets in Congress? Why are, where are the anti-genocide protesters? Why are they quiet on Putin? Uh, you know, we can care about genocide in both places, right? Yeah, yeah we, and, and we should. Look, what's happening on the border, what's happening in Gaza and in Israel, these are, these are tragic, awful situations. But yeah. Being here in Ukraine, I can specifically speak to this, and it is that 
the people of this country are resisting as hard as they are because they know what it's like to live under an autocratic system. They have a long history with a very toxic relationship with Russia, and they know what they're fighting for. And we should, I mean, we sometimes forget about, um, you know, all the sacrifices that have been made for our democracy, and these people are doing the same thing. They're not asking for troops. Mm -hmm. They don't want foreign troops here. They just want the means to defend themselves. And if we truly believe in liberal democracy, not only here in Ukraine, but as the line in the sand that needs to be drawn when it comes to autocracy, we need to support these people and these games. The, yeah. the the information warfare that's going on, the manipulation of of our, our political leaders and our media, frankly, yes, is it's we better well, wake up and recognize that we are under threat, right. and we either stand for our liberal democracies around the globe, or we let these autocracies yeah. run autocracies run rampant over yeah. us, and, and that includes Trump. Yeah, and it's right. It's not hyperbole to say our democracy could fall if Trump gets back in. He yeah, will give Ukraine to he will give Ukraine it's to all Putin in a nanosecond. You tweeted uh, seven hundred days since the beginning of the full scale invasion of this country. I love. I believe in my heart it will not last another seven hundred. Regardless, I'm honored, privileged, and humbled to be here to bear witness to the birth of a truly free and independent Ukraine, Slava Ukraini. I mean, that's the other talking point that you know Putin puts out is that they're Ukraine's losing and that Russia it's inevitable that he's going to win. I mean, you said the armed forces people of Ukraine will never stop in resistance to oppression of Moscow. The only uh, question for us in the West and in America in particular, do we support them or do we abandon them and watch from the sidelines as more die before the inevitable victory? That's your take on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I am not kidding. I am humbled to be here, as frightening as it can be and as depressing and difficult as it can be. This is... I am so heartened by these people. I have asked them, what do you want me to say to America? What message do you want me to say to America? And these beautiful, wonderful, strong people, um, they're not angry about the games that are being played domestically and while their own soldiers and civilians are dying. That's That doesn't make them angry. It, it frustrates them. It gives them a sense of anxiety. They don't get angry. They say, tell the American people we we we." appreciate their support and every word of support means everything to us so they don't get angry they might get frustrated and they get angry uh, anxious but you know who does get angry stuff i get angry yeah i get angry as an american okay i get angry as we promised these people in, yeah. a, in the budapest memorandum at the fall of the soviet union that we would we would guarantee the territorial integrity of this nation and we are letting them down we are letting them down badly because of politics yeah. in the United and States so, and by a bunch of fellow travelers with Putin. Thank you. What do you What do you know about this breaking news? Zelensky to oust Ukraine's top general in tension over new mobilization. What have you heard about that? There's a There's something going on currently. Uh, negotiations between uh, the president and the head of the armed forces here, General uh, Zeluzhny. General Zeluzhny has been an exceptional military leader, and, and, and there is a good relationship, at least in public, between the two. But there is clearly a difference of opinion on how to continue with the war and how to keep um, you know, uh, bringing in service members. There's talk of another mobilization and how that would work. And be, this being a democratic state, it has to pass uh, through their parliament. Um, so there's a fight 
internally going on between the head of the armed forces and the and President Zelensky. Um, but look, look, no matter how that shakes out, the Ukraine, as I stated in that in that post there, the Ukrainian people will never stop resisting Russia because yeah. they know what it's like to live under the thumb of Moscow. The only choice that we have, the only uh, agency that we have is to decide whether to stand with them or to stand on the sidelines and watch yeah. as more Ukrainians die. And they will win this war. This war can be won. Yeah. It's and, just a matter of how many have to die. And to your point about Putin and his fellow travelers, as you call them here, I... This is Russia's, is always to divide us. It started with, let's divide the Hillary mm-hmm. and Bernie people. Let's mm-hmm. let's inject race mm-hmm. into, you know, let's get into the anti-vax thing, you know. And so, someone tweeted, Ron tweeted, on issues such as Ukraine, Malcolm Nance is very good. But while he opposes genocide in Russia and Ukraine, he appears to support genocide by oh, Israel God. and Gaza. Genocide is always wrong by any nation everywhere. Malcolm Nance does not support genocide. You know, the Middle East is a very complex issue, Phil, but... Part of the problem is Putin trained and funded Hamas. This is exactly what he... So everybody's going crazy that Nancy Pelosi said some pro-Palestinian activists may be connected to Russia. I think she just meant... They're always in their influence, right? Trying to gin up chaos and and division in our country and help help Trump. And if you don't think that right now... uh, Steph, what's the largest Russian embassy in the world? Let me ask you that. I do not know. It's in Mexico City. If you don't think that there are Russians uh, exacerbating things on the border in order to make matters worse domestically yeah. in the United States, yeah. you are fooling yourself. The 2000, 2016 election was absolutely meddled with. They have infiltrated the NRA, the 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 um, what's the uh, the breakfast, uh, the the annual back breakfast they infiltrated uh that right. we know this the right. Mueller, let's remember the Mueller report was obstructed mm-hmm. it was there were at least 10 cases of obstruction in the Mueller report so as but, much as it was discredited yes we still don't know how badly they messed with us in thank you I, quickly what Na- i want to know right? yeah what nancy pelosi said is make no mistake this is directly connected she's talking about the protests here to what putin would like to see <laughs> same thing with ukraine it's about putin's message i think some of these protesters are spontaneous mm-hmm. and organic and sincere some i think are connected to russia well maybe the word connected was not the right phrase but russia is as you know probably jumping into all these controversial issues to gin up chaos in america asked by a host whether she thought some of the activists were russian plants she said seeds or plants i think some financing should be investigated i want to ask the fbi to investigate that um she in a statement to the Times, she said her desire to stop is to stop the suffering in gaza she said speaker pelosi has always supported and defended the right of all americans to make their views known through peaceful protest she's acutely aware of how foreign adversaries meddle in american politics to sow division and impact our elections so she wants to see further investigation ahead of the 2024 election i totally understand what she's saying do you Oh, of course. I mean, we also, we have to get out of our um, American minds and, and get into the minds of the Russians uh, briefly, yeah. as, as, as difficult as that can be. They think they're at war not with Ukraine, but with us, directly with the United right. States, and they are acting accordingly. They really think they're, that we are their primary, if not sole, enemy on the globe. And they are acting accordingly, which means they meddle with us as best they can. They know they can't fight us uh, toe-to-toe. 
but they can mess with us and yeah. they're very good at it they're really good at it and they study us more than anybody else yeah and if you planet, don't think the brits and the americans yeah and phil if you don't us. think putin's gonna double and triple and quadruple down on oh, trying to yeah. get trump back in office so he you know he will hand him ukraine and do whatever else he wants then you're crazy i mean it's uh Oh, Phil, thanks oh, so much. You are really uh, doing the Lord's work over there, and, and we've linked to all your stuff, yeah. and uh, please stay well, safe. And thank th I, I will do my best. There is no safe place in Ukraine, but I'm not going anywhere right. because these people are amazing, and we need to stand with them, and I appreciate the opportunity You're welcome. to come on your show and talk yeah. about it, and I'll do it anytime oh. you want me. Only two more Slava words. Ukraine. I was just going to say, only two more words to say. Slava Ukraine. Well, yeah, you know, the answer is Karoyam <laughs> Slava, and you give my best to that Malcolm Nance character. Well, Fresh Republican outrage. You keep listening, she'll make more. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. <laughs> Stephanie Miller. Really? Is that your push it dance? I'm telling you, Stephanie Miller show makes magical things happen. Philip Bittner just left us from Ukraine, and uh, Zelensky has just tweeted good news, the one we've been waiting for today. We are able to free 207 more Ukrainians from uh, Russian captivity. Oh, please let the uh, hostages in uh, Hamas has be next. Uh, God, just get rid of Putin, or what do you call it? Putin and Netanyahu, and oh, God, a two-state solution. Where am I? Oh, Phil Itner. I uh, didn't have time for all his tweets, but he said, lived, I lived in Moscow in the late 90s. I saw the transition from Yeltsin to Putin. I'll say this. One of the things uh, he did was shut down the satir satirical show over there. Uh, a kind of, uh, he said, dictators cannot abide mockery. This is Trump's Achilles heel. That's exactly, exactly. I'm just saying, if you want, you know... Putin-like dictatorship here, you know, then. And also, can I just say this whole party once again? Wheel yeah. of right-wing oh. hypocrites! Uh, tweet, man who voted against stem cell research gets stem cell transplant before going on TV to lie about President Biden. Yep. That would be Steve Scalise, yes. who also uh, had his life uh, saved by a black lesbian cop mm -hmm. and then voted against her right to marry the person she loves. Yes. That's right. Okay. <sighs> I don't like him. I don't like any of them. Uh, Michelangelo in uh, uh, Colorado. Hi, Mike. Hello, Michael. Uh-oh. You didn't, you didn't that, He's not Don't on. Don't drop it. There he's not on. There oh, there you are. Hello. <laughs> My bad. Hello. How are you? Yes, go ahead. Uh, you have to excuse me. I have RSV. Oh, I'm no. trying to get oh. over that. So, get you well know, soon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it just hit me. Uh, COVID and, and that has hit me in, in, in the in in the calendar year, uh, last year, and, and, and now. What oh. I wanted to say is, uh, briefly here, um, I'm angry. Uh, Bill, uh, that I just watched, what a, what a fantastic human being, and, yeah. and, yeah. All, and we should really uh, take his words, you know, to heart. Uh, I support Ukraine and, and, and all, and what's going on in Israel has to be... Uh, Looked at as the uh, you know the the, the the black hats in the world uh, going in and trying to dismantle a, a democratic state and uh, not giving the people uh, of, of of Palestine uh, or Gaza uh, you know the the right 
to actually live it free. I hope we free them from Hamas. Yes. Sooner rather than later. Malcolm Nance on that and Ukraine and much more next. serious consequences for the Constitution, for our democracy, for the people who are working uh, at the border, who are on the front lines, uh, and all for you to have some kind of political stunt, I think. And as uh, Mr. Higgins will know, he's a fellow Southerner, I think another saying uh, appropriately describes what's going on here. And that's just shoveling the same old shit and calling it oh, sugar. Goodness. And that's not what the people want us to do. Oh, Representative, like you know I love a good potty mouth gal. <laughs> Representative Titus, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Okay, uh, yeah, we were saying, and it's just, of course, uh, in the meantime, tying up Ukraine funding. We just talked to Phil Itner live uh-huh. from Ukraine. And now, here he comes. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Let's dance to the sound with Steffi. Let's dance. Put on your big boy let's pants. Dance. Uh, Malcolm, Phil says to get your boxes out of his apartment. Let's take care of business first. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. It's full of body armor and stuff. He should be very happy. Yeah, exactly. That could come in handy. Hopefully not. But Malcolm, are you still are you still in Israel or are you back? I am still in Israel. Okay. And I, I will be for the next two weeks. Um, God willing, uh, what do they say? That, uh, that, that the, 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 the river don't rise. Um, and that in the next 48 hours, we're not being bombarded by hundreds of missiles. So yeah. we and, shall see. And Malcolm, you know, we just talked to Philip about how all of these issues are connected. You know, Russia and Putin and uh, Hamas and Ukraine. And, you know, we just got the good news that uh, it was at 207, 207 Jody, of uh, yeah. uh, Ukrainian hostages. They got them back from Russia. Mm-hmm. I mean... Well, let's hope and pray that, you know, we get the Hamas hostages back or that something, uh, you know, changes in the in this tragic uh, uh, nightmare. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, these two democracies are really connected at the hip. And it didn't appear so when the Ukrainian war started out. We know that Prime Minister Netanyahu remained neutral and was actually sort of throwing his lot in with Putin. The, the Israelis here? were furious about that yeah. uh right after 10 7 there was an israeli member of knesset that met with uh i believe it was prime minister lavrov or or medvedev and just tore him a new one i mean said you're you train hamas you gave them weapons we're coming for you ukraine is going to be our ally when this is done we're going to finish with hamas and we're coming for you and i was like whoa someone has just made a big connection between the two things um, and we had indications that PMC Wagner did train Hamas and that, you know, they firing the same cruise missiles at U.S. forces in Israel that Russia is firing at Ukraine, Iranian-made, uh, you know, Shahid drones. 
I was just so gonna, you know Phil I, is correct. I was just going to say so people understand what you're saying, Malcolm. You retweeted uh, the suicide drone used by Iran proxy groups to kill three U.S. Army soldiers in Jordan yesterday was an Iranian-produced Shahid drone, the same ones Russia is getting from Iran and striking Ukraine with. I mean, yep. this is the thing. It is all connected, isn't it? It abs- absolutely is. Look, the axis of evil is Russia, Iran, and all of these Iranian proxies, the Houthis, Hamas, the Iraqi, uh, Kitab, Hezbollah is the name of them, uh, and w- amongst 25 other uh, Iranian-backed uh, militias in Iraq. And then Hezbollah, the big one uh, in southern Lebanon that has a lot of capacity, tens of thousands of rockets. In fact, I was just at the northern border with the Israeli army the other day, just was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, the day before. And we went within 30 meters of the Lebanese border in a village that had to be evacuated. So there's over 100,000 people are evacuated uh, between northern Israel and southern Israel. And this village used to have 700 people in it. Now there's just two guys who are from the village who are soldiers and a very nice dog named Lucy. Oh, Lucy! I've been saving this tweet for you. I've read it to Phil Itner as well from David Fromm. Uh, 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 on October 20th, President Biden asked for $106 billion to aid Ukraine and Israel against attack by Russia, Iran, and their proxies. For 100 days, House Republicans have said no. Today, Iranian proxies have killed Americans. I mean, Malcolm, we, you and I talk about this, we've been talking about this for years, how unfortunately some of the enemies of America are within. <laughs> They're, you know, fellow, what did Phil call them? Fellow travelers yeah. with Vladimir Putin. Fellow travelers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I was on a space yesterday on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Twitter. And um, Twitter. I, I, you know, there were a enormous load of Trump supporters on there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just said, look, I'm just going to have to read you the riot act. Um, you know, these, these guys are getting away with murder because, you know, they know that the United States, certainly under Donald Trump, would misuse power. They know they're betting on Trump coming back into office to create chaos, mayhem, and end American uh, uh, constitutional republic. And these people had were screaming and yelling at me like they had never heard this before. And I said, it's just tribalism. You're part of a tribe. Yeah. This is the guy you want because well, you're, you want to rule over people. Well, we talked to... And, you know, yeah, we talked to Phil, too, about, like, everyone's freaking out about what Nancy Pelosi said, that, you know, some of these, you know, ceasefire activists are, you know, uh, I don't know how she said it, connected to Russia. Well, you know, I don't know whether specifically, Malcolm, but it is, it, this is what Russia always wants, is chaos and division in America. Uh, another tweet I say yeah. for you, where are the large-scale sweeping protests to get funding for Ukraine against Russian attacks now that funding is stalled due to Putin's puppets, puppets in Congress? Where are the anti-genocide protesters quiet about Putin. I mean, the yeah. fact is, yeah. we should care about both of these democracies, right? Whether we agree with Netanyahu, right. and I don't. I hate. I can't stand him. I hope they get rid of him. You know, but like, you know, I've I've been in Israel the better part of a month. I've been here before, you know, but I was in the north and 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 dec- a couple of decades ago when it was really Ashkenazim, a lot of European Holocaust survivors and their children. Now. This is the most multicultural, multiracial, multi-faith democracy I've, I've, I've seen. It's just amazing. There are people of color everywhere, and they're all Israelis or an Israeli army. Um, you know, they've, they've got lots of Christians that they brought in from South Sudan. 
this is worth defending. Do we have to support the government of Netanyahu? Absolutely not. Right. You know, we, I'd like to see him go as, as quickly as possible. But they've chosen a unity government until this problem with Hamas is done with. Because this country's traumatized. Uh, all the hotels here uh, in Tel Aviv and in Haifa, some of the biggest hotels uh, are full of displaced people who can't go home because of their, you know, the bombardments by Hamas and Hezbollah. And before the ceasefire advocates go, oh, well, this is a good reason to cease fire. Cease fire saves Hamas. Hamas has rejected every ceasefire proposal since November, and it saves them. And they said their last offer just two days ago is you will stop all combat operations, permanent ceasefire, and then we will give you all except the soldiers. Yeah. And it's like we're not here for the salvation of a terrorist group. And if you are, yes, we want to save the children. Yes, we want to save the women in there. And, and, and the, well, and, and the death toll, I, Malcolm, I will say the death toll is unacceptable. You know, whether it's the Biden administration is saying that, that, you know, I, I was, I've been talking the, about, the I got death into toll a, past one is unacceptable. Yeah. And I, I was t- talking about, I got into an argument about Gaza with a 25 year old. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, this is what you talk about a lot. And by the way, I don't, you know, I feel like we can't be patronizing. She is really, really smart. I've known her my whole life. She's my best friend's daughter. And I'm telling you, this this thing is real that young people, and understandably, Malcolm, are horrified by the death toll in Gaza. But I have to say, the disinformation is the thing you and I have been talking about forever. Because I just said a simple thing like, well, you know Hamas broke the ceasefire. There was a ceasefire. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, because they have their own universe of information on TikTok or wherever. And she's like, well, I'm not pro-Hamas. But some of the stuff she was saying was more sort of talking points from Hamas, you know. And and I don't know how we combat that. Do you? Well, well, you know, it's it's and and you've got to have people who want to accept facts. Someone yesterday said we're in a a post-truth world. I said, no, we are in a world where truth exists. We are in a post-belief in truth world. Right. And people are willing to believe any stupid and crazy thing if it's told to them by, you know, somebody who entertains them, Russell Brand or Joe Rogan or, 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 or you know, or somebody actually said Jack Posobiec. And I was like, oh, no. you mean the urinalysis officer? <laughs> so, you know, yeah. these guys, you know, you have to understand that when I, who am, I'm 62 years old. I know I don't look it, but hey, <laughs> I'm giving. Black don't crack. These, this, some kid. <laughs> Some kid said to me the other day, he goes, what do you know about the Taif Accords and the Jeddah Agreements? And I go, I don't give them much thought. And he goes, well, you don't know what they are. And I go, the Taif Accords created his, uh, uh, ended the Lebanese Civil War. I go, I was there when that happened. Okay, I was physically present in the room. This would be like me arguing about Normandy with a guy who landed in Normandy. These people these kids get these little kernels of data and they think oh i'm gonna i'm gonna got you on this thing it's like bro you can't gotcha me yeah if i was in the room where it happened this, or if i thank was you. living that, as, that reality as they would say in, you Ham- know, in hamilton us, now us, quickly us elders mm-hmm. yeah go ahead you know us us elders we got we actually have lived some life right. and maybe you should learn from us yeah 
Well, uh, here's because you're man enough. Here's your hate tweet for today. Uh, Ron <laughs> tweets right. on issues such as Ukraine. Malcolm Nance is very good. But while he opposes genocide by Russia and Ukraine, he appears to support genocide by Israel and Gaza. Genocide is always wrong by uh-huh. any nation everywhere. <sighs> you know, t- uh, three years ago, um, just, you know, I was invited to Auschwitz to speak at a conference called Never Again, Really. Right. And it was about how they see all the hallmarks of real genocide, real genocide coming up in right wing extremism around the world. And they had victims from Cambodia, Bosnia, Rwanda, all survivors of mass murders of nearly a million people each. So when I hear people say, you know, these numbers in in in, in Gaza are genocide. No, they're not. OK. They've had a 1,100% population increase. Um, you know, they, they, genocide is when you want to extermi- exterminate every individual because of who they are and try to do that. What the, and the reason that the International Criminal Court of Justice didn't do anything and pretty much absolved Israel of genocide was because they said they, they essentially literally defined war, which is where people are being harmed, killed, or hurt in part or in whole. The point is this war is not being waged for the sole purpose of killing every every Palestinian in Gaza. It is not. It's against a terrorist entity. And, and people need to get better effing dictionaries because they're stupid. And it sounds patronizing, but you know, my okay, dad that's not helpful. I didn't you know, but but my point okay. is see, this is why I have to have Dean Obadala have to, on to counter you every week. <laughs> yeah, but Dean, so but, yeah, yes. you can have Dean on, but you've got to learn to understand. There are people that might understand this a little better than you. I only got forty years. There. I spent my first ten years there, you know, working you know, this mission. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, you know, and here's like, I was saying it's interesting that the UN, who obviously is always thought of as being very, you know, anti-Israel, obviously even they did not call for a ceasefire. They called for the release of all the hostages. They did call for more restraint mm-hmm. from Israel. But what do you know about this? So uh, this latest controversy, an Israeli uh, intelligence dossier that uh, prompted a cascade of countries to halt funds for UN P- Palestinian aid includes oh, yeah. allegations that some staff took part in abductions and killings during the October 7th raid. The six-page dossier uh, says that 190 UNRWA employees, including teachers, had doubled as Hamas or Islamic Jihad militants. Uh, the Palestinians have yeah. accused Israel of falsifying information. This is the problem with Let the information. Just- like, I'm sure IDF <laughs> puts out misinformation sometimes. Like, and a lot of us don't know how to digest this is raw all this intelligence. Yeah. Let me tell you something. One of the things that we're very good at in the intelligence community is not going around and interrogating people and waterboarding. We go in and we find the computer database of everyone who was paid. And we we go by your records. Your personnel office is the most valuable intelligence we can get. Yeah. And UNRWA is an agency that was established in 1948 for the sole purpose of of, of maintaining and assisting Palestinian refugees when they left it, the, what is now Israel on the promise of all Jews being slaughtered by the combined Arab armies. The combined Arab armies lost. Those people never uh, refused to go back home or didn't want to live in a Jewish state. And they lived in these refugee camps. These refugee camps are literally concrete cities, 
you know, uh, Gaza is a concrete city, 10 story highs. You know, there are no tents here. Uh, now there are because of this war. But UNRWA became essentially a Palestinian run uh, anti Israel propaganda center. Kids did have projects where they had to practice executing Jews and promise to become Oy. martyrs. All of that is deeply documented for decades. Oy. So all you got to do is type that in. No other refugee in the world gets this status of where their kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, and great-great-grandkids all get paid as refugees. United Nations High Commission for Refugees, UNHCR, manages every other refugee in the world, but UNRWA is a special agency strictly for the West Bank and Gaza. Okay, Malcolm, and it I turns don't... out maybe thousands of them were members of Hamas. Yeah, I just have a little more time. There's just obviously a lot of stories that I just want to get your take on. Because again, like, sure. if I heard they voted but out Netanyahu... Before we have a war. Right, yeah, right. but I mean, yeah. if I heard they got rid of Netanyahu today and stopped building settlements and got someone that wants a two states, I'd be like, good. And when I hear... they killed, change here. And when I hear they killed Hamas leaders, I'm like, good. But apparently there's controversy even around this, the Israeli special forces, right, with... Uh, went into the hospital and uh, executed <laughs> three high-ranking Hamas members. Um, so what 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 do you know about that? And I, I know that, again... Yeah, get her, well, you know, I know quite a bit. Um, look, if I'm not mistaken, it was just a month ago that every advocate in the Western world was screaming at Israel saying, stop using the main army, use the special forces and selected rates. Right. So now Israel uses the special forces in selective raid. They have this highly specialized unit. If you've ever seen the TV show Fauda, where they dress as Palestinians and, you know, they're, they're essentially Israeli Arab or people who look like it. And they raided that hospital and infiltrated deep behind Hamas West Bank's lines to get top three leaders who were hiding in the hospital. Yeah. And it was a private hospital. It wasn't a public hospital. And uh, they went in and did a selective assassination. These guys are combatants. Israel is legally at war here, yeah. right? So this is like saying the Bin Laden raid was a horrible assassination. Yeah. Sometimes some people need to be taken off the chessboard or checkers. In <laughs> As they say in the intelligence business. All right. Uh, Malcolm, I would, I would talk to you next week. I I, def well, I, I defend you. I every week I say Malcolm Nancy is not for genocide. <laughs> yeah, yes. don't forget we might be at war in the next twenty four hours. No, so be oh, thanks prepared. For dropping that. Yeah, um, so you're welcome. Bye. So to speak. Love you. Bye. bye. Okay. Welcome. See you. Bye. Uh, <laughs> uh, On that lovely note. <laughs> and that's the way the news goes. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Sometimes I get this feeling deep down inside, and it says, Stephanie Miller. Wow, yeah, what a party! Uh, someone tweeted. What do you mean we might be at war in the next 24 hours, Malcolm Nance? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Drop that bomb. Uh, Victor said, uh, Malcolm's segment always enlightening. Uh, same missiles being fired into Israel that killed three soldiers in Jordan being fired by Russia into Ukraine or made in Iran. I don't envy being POTUS right now. No. Holy no. crap. Yep. Especially with a Congress full of Republican uh -huh. Putin pu puppet traitors. Not a puppet. Boom, puppet. Carlos has Rocky next.
It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. So Kelsey participated in a Pfizer campaign. And so now there's this idea that, you know, not only is Taylor Swift apparently controlled by battle forces. Yes, uh, he's, he's, he's part of yeah. a campaign for COVID shots. Uh, so the idea is not only is Taylor Swift under the control of these, you know, I guess, sinister forces in the shadows, but also uh, Kelsey, you know, is being uh, wielded by them to get people to uh, do the smart thing and, and get a COVID vaccine. Uh, of course, COVID vaccines are not popular in the uh, right wing media space and so again you have all these kind of conspiracy theories converging now uh to to really sell this to a a, a portion of american <laughs> so presumably is the pentagon working with the nfl uh-huh. and taylor swift yeah and the deep state the biden administration yes. presumably all of in it, a yes. psyop right. to reelect. Right. uh-huh Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Yes. Oh, with Big Pharma, I assume right. as well. Well, no, they're all in on it. Yeah. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, Joe Biden can't even feed himself. He has, yeah. Right, he can't feed himself. But he, or, but he orchestrated good. all that. Right, I got exactly. That good. Yep, that okay. makes total sense. This is, if ever a story was created for a person <laughs> that we can sport the sports with. <laughs> That's good coffee. I take it back, like my man. Coffee with Carlos sells Rocky. I have a Zimbabwe latte. I'll have a Kenya cappuccino. Do you never has a second cup of coffee at home? Mountain grown coffee. Carlos sells Rocky. I was going to make espresso. And baked by Juan Valdez. Coffee with Carlos. Good to the last drop. It's like we uh, made this uh, unbelievable uh, story in a lab and then it escaped from a lab just so we could discuss yep. it with you on a Wednesday. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Carlos. Good morning. If I might paraphrase Raising Arizona and Glenn, played by John Goodman, <clears throat> so many social derangements, so little time. <laughs> I have Hi. to go over my daughter, who the Kelseys are, who's Jason, who's Travis, why weren't they on the same team, Who dates? Uh, who's dating Taylor Swift, what's going on. <laughs> Colin Coward, a broadcaster for Fox. Yeah, we played all of it. Beautiful four minutes about (laughs) just insecure men, just like, strong women with opinions. Yeah. Oh, man, it, there's so much going on, and not to mention sporting the sports that Kyle Juszczyk, 49er from the 40 ba- 49ers fullback yeah. who went Your to team. Harvard. Your His team. wife, Kristen, is the one who's making the poofy jackets for yes. both yep. um, Taylor Swift one. and uh, Patrick Mahomes' mm-hmm. wife. So there is no beef with the 49ers mm-hmm. and the Chiefs regarding Taylor Swift's presence Thank at a you. football game. It's all manufactured by weak, I'm going to say, I'm going to say majority white incel Andrew Tate yes men. Carlos we've been talking about this while it's sort of hilarious it's also very sad yeah. and disturbing really uh, you know sad. it's just all these you know as Colin Cowards all these like sad lonely oh, men yes. and this is unfortunately a lot of these mass shootings and it's, lunatics it's a lot of people in danger not to uh, ma- yes, you know, especially our, Taylor Swift but on down from there yeah I yeah, mean and guess who's silent about it our friends Glenn Greenwell and Jimmy Dore oh my god <laughs> We have to do an intervention. Let's not talk about them. Just one week. I'm just saying, nothing from them. I've got my family. I'm fine. All right. uh, Poppy Harlow on all this. Now there's an online plea circulating that is begging people to become Niners fans for the next two weeks. (gasps) So it doesn't raise Travis Kelsey, a.k.a. Mr. Pfizer's star power, along with, of course, Taylor Swift. That's, That's persuadable power. And this administration is 
locked dead set on harnessing that but why alienate the your the your fans the swifties you know they come across from every political ideology why put yourself in nope. one area that'd be jeanine pirro yeah. okay no, so carlos it's election denialism anti-vaxxer <laughs> Every right that the NFL is actually rigging this. Everything, everything's rigged now. Like every, it is every conspiracy theory rolled oh, yeah. into one now, right? Yeah, cell phone and social media is the worst thing that's ever happened. But the best thing that's ever happened to people that want to start cults. And again, what she was saying, I'll reiter- reiterate: there is no beef between the 49ers and Travis Kelsey. They all yeah. like each other. Right. That's the problem. And again. Remember when, and I'm going to go there, the third party told you, oh, it was about Democrats left people behind. This is why they're voting for Trump. Well, this is this is perfect. It has nothing to do with that, yeah. being left behind and not the getting way, the right wages and feeling protected. It all has to do with fear-mongering, yeah. and that's why Trump is popular. It has to do with racism. It uh, has to do with yeah. misogynism. Yeah. It has to do with xenophobia. Yeah, and you've got Trump they're coming saying, to poison our blood. Yeah. You know, those you've people got coming Trump- across the border, they're all Swift fans. They're all going, yo, Caro Taylor Swift. I can hear it. Yeah, I mean, speaking of, he is like a 14-year-old girl. I mean, he's mm-hmm. apparently going, I'm a little more popular than she is. And, oh, you know, he's going to go to war against her. I'm like, oh, my God. I, I God, God. You think Melania uh, Swift, Melania Swift, there you go. That's what she's <laughs> she's a Swift. Please let me be Melania Kelsey. Please <laughs> let me be Melania. Maybe Jason Kelsey will leave for me. She is the... She's the second wife in Fargo, Melania. Like, yeah. oh my God, I yes. can't, can't make it out. I can't escape. Bill <laughs> <laughs> Mattingly. Joining us now to discuss the CNN senior media reporter, Oliver Darcy. I'm chuckling, but it's also kind of horrifying, but also kind of hilarious that they're trying to get a bunch of people to support the San Francisco team in alignment with Nancy Pelosi. Can you explain <laughs> what exactly is going on here? It's, it's, it's hard to explain because it's so absurd, but the idea, generally speaking, is that the NFL is in cahoots with Taylor Swift and rigging the Super Bowl to set the stage for uh, Taylor Swift then to endorse Joe Biden for the Democrats and the establishment supposedly to wield her star power against Donald Trump in the 2024 election. Yes. We have yes. officially entered the stupidest timeline yeah. ever, and oh, yeah. I don't think so we will ever get out, Carlos. <laughs> we will no. never get out. And, 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 we're, and, and of course we're addressing it because the fantasy people, again... <laughs> want to pretend that it's not about any of this it's all about this if you look empirically what biden is trying to accomplish yes with the economy with infrastructure he's trying to navigate between being you know the pro-palestinian and pro-israeli he's trying to navigate with clean energy versus we're not pumping enough oil he's trying to do the things on the border where people when trump is telling him don't get a border deal he's trying all these things and this is what they're attacking yeah I, I, yeah, it's and by the way, the Stephanie Miller show is evidence that we can all just get along. Jody Hamilton, uh, Carlos Elzraki, big 49er fans. Huge. Sean Comiskey, uh, Kansas City boy, Kansas City chief fan. Yep. And we all get along. Yeah. We can all wear Kristen Usick's poofy jackets. Thank yes. you. She can make Stephanie Miller sexy liberal poofy jackets. Thank oh, I yes. like it. Okay. I can hook that up for you. And that, that way we'd get some uh, Taylor Swift cachet. There you and go. Uh huh. <laughs> Are you telling me there's no Republican Kansas City chief fans? You know? Yeah. I know. Like, all right, one last one on this, and then we'll... Of course, this is absurd. It sounds absurd to the people in the, you know, in reality. But uh, we shouldn't dismiss it, because there are a lot of people, and not so insignificant amount of people, who end up uh, believing these ideas, who view them as attractive. It, it, remember the QAnon conspiracy theory, for instance, which was equally as absurd, if not more. 
a lot of people ended up believing that conspiracy theory because they're locked in this media universe which feeds them information that supports it. And for people in the Fox News universe and really in other parts of the web, they're being told quite literally that there's a psychological operation happening in this country in plain sight involving Taylor Swift to rig the 2024 election. I mean, Carlos, mean it rig? is all connected, and as, and as Chris said, this really, it goes to his point, this is funny, I guess, but but really dangerous in that, you know, it's it, it, Taylor Swift, E.J. and Carroll, every judge or prosecutor that prosecutes Trump has to be afraid for their lives. Like, we, we are, you know, this one, I we're having my best friend, Dr. Wandon, next week, who's, uh, you know, a, a brilliant psychologist, because this one, man beheads his federal employee father and posts video of decapitated head on YouTube while calling for revolution against Biden regime and to fight army of illegal immigrants. I, I, George Conway yep. said we are a nation in the midst of a massive mental health crisis as much as anything else. It's I, like a really horrible underdog episode with Simon Barr Sinister. Yes. Put things in people's heads and said, Simon says, hit him. I will do as Simon says. <laughs> that is the Republican Party in a nutshell. Yeah. They're just manipulating people with fear. This is Willie Horton on steroids yes. exponentially times a thousand. Yeah. This and is what they've always he, done. He, Lee Atwater. This is Lee Atwater quintipolized or whatever the yeah. number is yeah. it's just pure and you, you tweeted, yeah you tweeted on the immigration issue carlos you said spoke to jesus christ last night and i said when you come back you might want to go with a name change and come through cuba otherwise be prepared for razor wire and conservatives and he said thanks for the heads up bro um <laughs> <laughs> i did but you know sam tweeted christians have gone from what would jesus do to whatever trump wants us to do <laughs> i mean yeah this is where I, we are why is that I've always thought that why is it that cu- that Cubans come fr- uh, illegally, right? Uh-huh. Uh, land in Miami and they're re- revered. Yay, you escaped Castro. But if a Honduran or a Venezuelan or a Ukrainian comes across, oh my God, you're commies. You're all gonna vote because Cubans vote Republican. That's why. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all tribal. all about politics. They don't really care who comes over. Unless they are going to all vote. tribal, and as I keep saying, it's just it's been exposed. I think like never before that they're like crisis of epic proportions, invasion. But we can wait. We're not going to do anything about it. We got to wait yeah. for, to, when Trump's in. You know, Dan Goldman yesterday. Now, the real reason we are here, as we all know, is because Donald Trump wants to run on immigration for as his number one issue in the November 2024 election. And you don't have to take my word for it, because he said it himself. And last week, numerous Republicans echoed his call. Why would we actually solve the problems at the border when it is such a good political message to use for the election? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. He does. He says everything out loud. <laughs> Trump yeah. says it. We don't, you know, we don't have to rely on conspiracy theories on our side, right? No. And this is and the counter argument has always been all the, uh, the Democrats have wanted to run on the abortion. They could have codified Roe versus Wade, which is not true. They could have never gotten 60 votes yeah. to codify it. So that argument goes right out the water. But yeah, absolutely. They are at his behest that the second that Mitch McConnell said, we're going to leave it to the courts. How could you not convict, impeach, and convict that guy? You saw it happen. Yeah. Once that happened, all bets are off. They're in deep. Yeah. Yep. They have no, they did have no, no, uh, 
No platforms. Yep. What one, are the Republicans going to do? Yep, one more Dan Goldman. Now, I know this weekend I saw Chairman McCall on TV and others, and you're, you're changing your tune now because you said the quiet part out loud that this is all about politics. <laughs> and so now it's, oh, no, the president can do it without legislation. Never mind that you've been calling for H.R. 2 this entire Congress. No, now it's he can do it himself. Well, he's tried to do it himself. He's tried. He's passed numerous policies that would have streamlined the asylum process through ports of entry where migrants are vetted. You know, yesterday's, uh, Carlos, one, I forget now who, one Republican admitted this is exactly the border deal Trump wanted yes. and, and couldn't yeah. get done. I mean, yes. I, they, there are no, it's the most conservative, but conservatives are saying this is the most conservative, bill that they would never get this again. And it, yeah. it, it, it's just, you know, I, one last, uh, Dan Goldman, then we'll move on. Republicans went to court to sue him, to stop him from implementing the policies to address the border. So your own party is sabotaging and undermining this administration's efforts to address the border while you are trying to impeach him by saying that they're not addressing the border. Yeah. The hypocrisy is the least of it. Yeah. Your attack on the rule of law and our democracy is the worst of it. And you better be careful about the bed that you make. Yeah, he pointed out, Spot Carlos, on. Mayorkas has been negotiating for the last two months with senators for this legislation that would address all the things that they want. So now they're trying to impeach him for, you know, not giving him the tools that, you know, that, that they were negotiating with him about. I mean, it's just it, the whole thing is so insane. I guess my question is, do you think voters are going to get this this time? And again, not the tribal MAGAs, you know, but yeah. some sane enough portion of the of the populace. I think, yeah, because I think there was a poll out there that, that said 53% of people are, would never be, vote for Trump. You know, that like yeah. sort of like a hidden poll that they don't want to talk about. So I think there are enough independents and, and enough Republicans that are turning that are just like, you know what? I got to leave my, my party. I've got to vote Democratic. I'm sorry. I tried. I tried to hold. It's like William Braveheart. Hold, hold. Nah, <laughs> screw this. We're batshit crazy. I'm going Democratic. <laughs> <laughs> they can't hold make, anymore. Let me, Chris. Okay, Chris had a little strokey. Let's <laughs> let's pause. The only place in America where dissent is still allowed. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. That's you, man-eater. Yeah, that's me, baby. Homewrecker. Anita in San Antonio. You're on with Carlos. Hello, Anita. Good morning. Yeah, I hope Taylor Swift does endorse Joe Biden again. I hope the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. And when they ask Travis Kelsey what he's going to do now that he's won the Super Bowl, he says, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. Yeah, I hope she has motorized Biden nipple tassels. I just, I get, you know, let's keep spitballing. Yeah, We're I don't gonna, understand. As a 49er fan, I am she, deeply they offended. They drag out every... Deeply. <laughs> I hear you. They I drag out you. every uh, C-list celebrity they can to endorse Trump. Right. Yeah. But Hey, man. Yeah, they think... Uh, you know, they think Taylor Swift, all of a sudden now, 
They think Kid Rock equal, equals uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. No, Not right. even close. Who said that? Uh, who else did they have? Kid Rock and somebody else. Oh, t- uh, John Voight. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I forget who else. Yeah. They were like, ha 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 ha. Take Ted that. Nugent. I consider, oh, yeah, Ted Nugent. I consider myself list. owned. Okay. <laughs> Carlos, every time we just talk about living in the stupidest timeline and we just talk about the Middle East and pressing, I just feel like I'm going to do a story about someone that had a worse day than you did. Someone yeah. is having a worse day. Woman falls into a dumpster, dumpster and gets compacted by a garbage truck. Oh, she's oh, okay. Okay, all right. That's a bad day. It's very. A Star New Wars. Hampshire woman fell into a dumpster at her Manchester housing complex on trash collection day and was picked up by the local garbage truck, where fire officials say she was compacted up to four times before the oh driver noticed she was inside. Uh, the 60-year-old uh, woman was rushed to the hospital in serious condition, but is expected to survive. Fire officials say the woman told them she somehow had fallen into the dumpster when throwing out her truck. I feel like this is going to be me at some point. Just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You don't um, somehow fall into it. Neighbors reportedly yeah. watched as hey, the whole... Hey, she fell. She fell into the trash cup back. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. fell a few times. She falls, you know, up upstairs and downstairs and on glass. Neighbors, yeah, she tripped going upwards. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbors reportedly watched the whole nightmare scene unfolded as firefighters scrambled to rescue the woman. All you heard was screaming, said one neighbor. My kids are home from school and they're watching and I was like, girls, once you see her come out, I don't want you watching any. Oh, I see. They could watch it up till then. Yeah. And well, not help her. But right. Just don't. Oh, uh, don't look. The neighbors watched her get compacted four times before they did anything. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying. What kind of neighbors are those? Hey, once it starts compacting, you know, I can't stop the thing. That's just horrible, but gee, many Christmas. I'm glad that she's... (laughs) She's okay. Exactly. And don't you feel better about how your day's going? Right? See? I made everyone feel better. (laughs) 29 I do feel okay. All right. (laughs) Coffee with Carlos. Well, I'm going to go with the institutions of the democracy and the checks and balances of the system and not somebody that's talking about tyranny and talking about being a dictator for a day or using the Department of Justice to persecute his political adversaries. He's also talked about taking FCC licenses away uh, from companies that don't necessarily agree with political views. So I think we have to take these things seriously at this point. Uh, There'll be a lot of discussion that comes out related to the insurrection and the election interference. That'd be uh, Scaramucci. The mooch. Usually, uh, Jody puts the, uh, you know, the amount of, the, how many seconds a soundbite is. That was just a Scaramucci. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was just a Scaramucci. And this is a Scaramucci of a Scaramucci. <laughs> uh, this is a democracy that made your family and my family incredibly successful in this country. And I think we have to look at it that way. A result of which I'll be helping President Biden. I'll, I'll raise the money, provide media advocacy, and take the necessary steps to make sure he's re-elected president. Not that he needs my help, by the way, uh, because he'll win this race handily. Yeah. Yes, he will. Um, thanks, Mooch. Scaramooch. <laughs> country over party. Exactly. Yeah, he he is. The right I thing. see hey, a little Scaramooch of a, what? 
You don't have to root against the 49ers. I'm a 49er yeah. fan. Brock Purdy appre- is a good standing yeah. he human is. being in I this I appreciate world. every ally we have. I like that he was over in Davos because he's a big financial guy telling yeah. them, hey, you know what? Business leaders got behind Hitler, too. Like, you know, with what yeah. Jamie Dimon said. Like, oh, Trump had some good ideas. Like, yeah, let's normalize an effing guy that, you know, is a criminal rapist that quotes Hitler every other day. I'm like, what are we That's talking right, about? Stephanie. If only enough people would have had Hitler derangement syndrome, thank you. In a better place. Oh, yeah. that was good, Carlos. That was good. That was good. Okay, Chris Lavoy, because I've done the uh, tr- uh, trash, the woman being trash compacted story, and we've gone very dark. He feels the need to do this joke. Go ahead. Uh, Cheetah Rivera has has passed away. Mm-hmm. She had it coming. Okay, and Jody funny. knew her and feels like she would have thought it was funny it from funny. because it was from Chicago. Oh, that's she, the name of the song. She's saying yeah. she had it coming. She had it, she had it coming. She had it coming. I am funny. deeply, deeply Christopher interested. Sorry. Marine Atlanta. That's funny. Yeah. She lived a very long, successful she life. Did. Yes. yes. R-I-P. The Stephanie Miller show does not think she had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Marie. The Stephanie Miller show regrets the error. Regrets Chris LeBoy. <laughs> Hi, Marie. And you were worried about me saying shoot. <laughs> Marie in Atlanta. <laughs> Ay, Carlitos, mi, mi salsa con carne. Hey. Whoa. Thank you for taking Hola. my call. Steph. Hola, Che. Oh, no, ¿Qué tal? <laughs> Furners, oh, go ahead. I'm analysis today, but... <laughs> Steph, I heard you got a little guff for firing the rumbly tumbly fart cannon at me the other day, so I just want to let yeah. you know, I've spent the last two decades sleeping next to the ass of terror that releases weapons-grade gas so bad it has woken me from a deep sleep. Is this is this so am- man or canine? Is this man or canine? <laughs> man. Oh, man, I have a... Him. Bonnie, <laughs> I, Wanda, my best friend who's going to be on a Monday, she will confirm. Uh, Bonnie's is 10 pounds. Her farts... I, oh, my God. Oh, my God, Marie. <laughs> I, okay. Welcome to Methane Makers. How can we help you fart better? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sharing about. I just want to tell you, fire it, Will. All right. Thank you for sharing about your husband's ass cannon. We appreciate it, and I feel better. I feel like in a therapy session with Robin Williams. Her farts used to wake me up. She used to wake herself up with her farts. Okay. Hmm? Okay. All right. Uh, you retweeted uh, Victor Shee, who said uh, Kentucky Senate Republicans just passed a bill that would ban students from using college photo IDs as their identification yep. for voting. Republicans are actively suppressing young voices because they are scared of us. Be alarmed and outraged. We will make yep. them find out. I'm telling you, I, I love when he tells us stuff like this is going to cause backlash. You know, yeah. uh, these Students kids are get pissed off. Yeah, exactly. Nope. You know, even RFK Jr. brought up the the, yeah. uh, the prospect of giving everybody a free ID. Now, if that were possible by November, yeah. But short of that, students who've used their stu- students there goes his shot at VP on Trump's ticket. Yeah, which was, oh, spe- well, 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 yeah, which was you speculated. Just give me a few seconds to work out without my shirt, and I'll talk about the vaccines, mm-hmm. and I'll be great. Okay. Uh, Masked Together America tweets two COVID smart masked heroes posed for an immune compromised photographer to support mitigation awareness. Wear fit tested high filtration masks, especially if others are masking uh, or not masking. If you're taking precautions, you can do more. Please post masked selfies. We are counting on everyone. 
Um, none yep. of the tools are 100% protective. More tools, more protection. Thank you. Wow. Thinking about others, Carlos. What, is that a, yeah. it's a thing. It's a new thing we're trying out. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, I have to mask up, mask up when I can. I have to be careful because I go into a senior living situation where yeah. if I'm carrying something that's not affecting me, it could injure somebody else that is in their later years and possibly do some bad damage. So yeah. uh, empathy. Try yeah. it. What? That's crazy. Empathy. Try it. Um, all right, you also we talk. You know, you were uh, d talking Jesus as uh -huh. you do sometimes. Yeah. Jesus, um, yeah. We got to get our friend uh, Uncle Rob Reiner back on. Is a uh, new documentary is on the rise of Christian nationalism called God and Country. Will open in theaters on February sixteenth. His goal is to wake up church-going American Christians to the threat of anti-democratic religious extremism. Yeah, um, as much as John Fugelsang has yeah. continued to do for forever. Yeah, you know, tell me one teaching of Christ that Trump one. has done, and nobody so far. Yeah, tumbleweeds. Yeah. Yep. That's usually your impression of my uh, vaginal area. Yeah, your nether regions. Yeah. It was a, a vast, dry, rocky place where somebody's seed could find no purchase. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, good God, God above, speaking of which, uh, tweets, Tex Texas uh, seceding would be the best and funniest thing to ever happen. Republicans would never win the White House Congress uh, ever again, and Republican Texans would suddenly, ironically, desperately migrate to the U.S. <laughs> I know people are literally like, I still get my Medicaid Social Security. Right? It's like, no, no, yeah. bye bye, you're on your own. See you later. <laughs> right. Isn't our, our very own Colin Allred pulling uh, really close to Ted Cruz? Yes, yes. A military veteran. Yeah. Handsome guy, thoughtful, intelligent. <laughs> you're going to vote for this schlub that threw his daughters under the bus. I didn't want to go to Cancun, it was their fault. <laughs> <laughs> Rafael, pobrecito Rafael, ¿por qué no usas tu nombre real? Why don't you use your real name, Ted Cruz? Rafael. Okay. Chris, who said Trump's got to post a bond just to appeal within 30 days of the judgment? So E. Jean Carroll will get her money at some point. Uh, he can try to get money from his supporters, but he's got to tell them what it's for. He can't say, help me with my reelection fund, and then divert the money to E. Jean Carroll. That would be a crime. Who said that? Sweet Polly Purebred. It Aaron doesn't Trump. matter. It's fantastic. Legal expert uh, Dave uh, uh, Ehrenberg. But that's what it, it, what's hilarious is he keeps committing other crimes. Right. <laughs> to pay for or cover up the last crimes. And oh my God, is this big stack of dominoes is falling, Carlos? I love it. I love. I want the most stress possible put on that guy. I want to just see him crumble publicly. I here, folks. If you have a deep hate for Trump, yes, it's not Me. derangement. It is wonderfully healthy. <laughs> it Thank shows you. That you are mm -hmm. good. You recognize evil, just and <laughs> yes. right. You yeah. get it. So don't let people tell you, oh, you have Trump derangement syndrome. No. Like I said, there's a shark out there eating people in the waters, Mr. Mayor of Amity <laughs> Beach. So, yeah, I have a great white derangement syndrome because it's still eating people. I love that analogy. Yeah. That's good. We, uh, You all, you needed shark. They needed shark derangement syndrome in Amityville. <laughs> yeah, there was not did. enough of it. Yes. There was not enough of it. Um, Alina Haba. Bless, Bless you. you. I just love this. Haba, oh God. Like she, she's having a worse week than the woman that got trash compacted. Can I just say That's at this point? Because Trump is <laughs> yeah. already saying he's going to, you know, find new lawyers. I don't know what could have possibly gone wrong. Um, but she also might get hit with sanctions uh -huh. for this latest Whee! thing Trump made her file. Roberta Kaplan, you know, E. Jean Carroll's fantastic lawyer, um, fired a warning shot at Alina Haba. Bless you. Yeah. 
Uh, Kaplan replied to a claim made by Haba that Kaplan had an undisclosed conflict of interest because she worked for two years at the same law firm as Judge Kaplan. What? 30 years ago, and she never, apparently never even remembered interacting with him, and it's, that's yep. not what, okay, a conflict. Don't even recognize him. She said the length of our overlap at the firm was less than two years. During that relatively brief period, more than 30 years ago, uh, I, I do remember the partners I with, worked with, and none of them were Judge Kaplan. She went on to shred Haber for making what she called a baseless claim. Um, she said, while both the New York Post and Ms. Haber purport to cite the recollections of an unnamed partner, that partner, if he even exists, clearly has a very flawed memory about events that occurred three decades ago. She concluded by the, the letter by stating she reserved the right to seek sanctions against Haba. So Haba, yep. A, may not get, get paid. Her reputation is in tatters. Good. She lost Deserves the case, and now she might get sanctioned. for Right? I mean, it's... I, and I, who signs up for this? Even Trump said, what did he just say? After his latest stupid... Whatever this hoax is a disgrace to get He said he's interviewing new attorneys to take his appeal. Uh-huh. But he said, uh, yeah, anyone that takes it is either crazy or a great patriot. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the attorneys. first one. Crazy. They, they must pass the swimsuit part of the interview. <laughs> Uh, they got to have Chunky Blonde highlights. He would. He would have yeah. a swimsuit competition yeah. for his... Uh-huh. <laughs> I got to know what you look like. Got to see the jugs. I, seriously, <laughs> who takes this job? It's like a Spinal Tap drummer. It's like, ridiculous. really? You're going to take... First of all, you're going to lose. Yeah. You're not going to yep. get paid. I mean, it's just... Okay. Um, yeah. yeah uh, Alina Haba. Bless you. Um, it was interesting. Ronnie, Robbie Kaplan was saying she acted more like a lawyer when the Trump wasn't in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is... Yeah. The, right. She was much more disciplined, frankly, acted more like a lawyer. I think uh, she said you could hear him telling Haba when to object and muttering things uh, loudly about being frustrated with her. I think she felt like she had to say things to the judge and to us and sort of put on a performance. Um, she said she Haba regularly yelled at the judge. Uh, she was bench slapped like how many times? Like 30 times, <laughs> basically. Um she said it was unbelievably nerve-wracking each time it happened. It happened multiple times every day. Um, she, uh, yeah, and oh, at least 14 times he was bench, she was bench-left over basic law. Uh, he even threatened to send her to jail for interrupting. Um, but Yeah, but I think, like, you know, Carlos, the most important thing I keep saying that E. Jean Carroll said is that he was nothing. You know, yeah, uh, she said it was an nothing. astonishing discovery for me. He's nothing. We don't need to be afraid of him. That's, you know... Boy, a lot of cowardly Republican men could take a page from her courage. Adam Kinzinger, Liz Cheney, they get it. They got it right away. Do what's right. Even Meadows and McConnell right after the Capitol, they got it. And then they just backed away. Lindsey Graham years ago, he's a xenophobic, and if he did it, now I love him. I know. I know. I know. Um, by the way, mainstream media, hello, Seth Abramson tweets, Donald Trump is tweeting about how the attack on the U.S. troops by Iranian proxies would never have happened if he were president. Oh, dear Jesus. Uh, so did major media... So did major media immediately point out that such a s- attacks absolutely did occur while he was president? No. <laughs> and they go on to list, you know, however many of them, right? It never would have happened. The air would be cleaner. People would yes. be taller. Lot, lot taller. People so many whales enough. alive. So many whales still alive. No windmills. <laughs> The electric cars are so small, people are getting shorter because they can't fit in them. So the <laughs> There'd be so many birds, no windmills, so many birds. They st- they'd be pecking out Suzanne Plachette's eyes still. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't even say this in jest. Do you have to be a Herman Cain? Do you have to be an Ashley Babbitt? My Michael Cohen warned you. Yeah. This is the road that it leads down to your demise, whether it's politically, whether it's with your career, and whether it's with your life. If you follow that guy, you're going over the cliff. Yeah. yeah. You're going, it's the, wrong you're going the wrong way. You're going to kill somebody. Okay, 47 Tony minutes. Scott. <laughs> yes. Oh, Master Trump. What? What did 40, I say? Too what? soon? No. Too soon? 47. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. 47. I'll get the cream of wheat for you, sir. Would you like to do another cheetah bear joke so we could... Get over this? Yes. Oh, shoot. <laughs> 47 minutes after the hour. I lost control. Stephanie Miller. Look what the homosexuals have done to me. Stephanie Miller. What? Stop being juicy years ago. Shut up. Just me. I'm juicy. <laughs> Mike tweets, I hope Steph can have Tristan Snell on the show soon to talk about his 12 rules for taking down Trump in court cases. Well. Guess what? If dreams could... What, Jody? He's going to be on tomorrow. What? I know. <laughs> it's like magic. Okay. <laughs> yes. Kristen Snell will join us tomorrow. Uh, Biden headquarters uh, retweeted, a very upset Fox panel reports that America has had the best economic recovery since the pandemic. That's a pretty good headline. They're saying the benefits of President Biden's infrastructure investments are just now starting to be felt. Thank you, Dark Brandon. Yes. Who, as Carlos said, apparently is uh, completely decrepit and can't put two sentences together, right. but has orchestrated a giant, what is it now, Chris? Big Pharma, Psyop, yeah. NFL, Pentagon, Taylor Swift, yep. PSYOP to uh, yeah. something. To overthrow the election. Right. Whatever. Yeah, he's done it in the secret lair yep. beneath yes. the ice cream shop. His underground lair. Right, which clearly has an ice cream shop. Beneath the pizza factory. Okay. <laughs> Paul in Miami, you're on with Carlos. Hello. Or sorry, uh, Seattle. Hi, Paul. Opposite corner of the country. Yeah, very <laughs> parts oh, of sorry. The country. <laughs> hey, Paul. I am the farthest thing from. I'm the farthest thing from Miami. But let's get a. Pardon me. Let's get a Stephanie Miller show thing going here. Um, I just called the White House comment line to request that President Biden. By the way, comment line is two zero two four five six one four one four. The switchboard will connect you uh, directly. Request that President Biden declare. This coming Friday, February 2nd, Groundhog Day, as National Donald Trump is a nothing day. <laughs> and we will, we will drop all federal flags at 12 noon uh, Eastern time for one minute. And then we will re-hoist them to their proud glory at full staff at 12.01. And that will be the end of it. And if he, I asked right. him if he cannot make that a formal declaration, could he at least say, a lot of people are saying, a lot of people are saying that Donald Trump is a nothing. We need to have a lot of people saying that. Donald Trump is nothing. I say, yes. One minute to commemorate how long he lasted with Stormy. I was saying I loved how E. Jean Carroll connected this to women's rights. Because, boy, if you thought the misogyny was bad in 2016. I mean, look at just this week, him attacking E. Jean Carroll again. And, you know, um what do you call it? Taylor Swift mm -hmm. and you know but that E. Jean Carroll connected it to that he is a rapist who took bodily autonomy away from millions of American women and is proud yep. of it mm -hmm. and bragged about it yeah if this isn't the biggest you know female turnout ever I don't know what to say I mean the women the MAGA women they interview I just my I, my head explodes
That's what I. That's what I tweeted. When you're famous, you can go up and you can get away with it because you're. Wait, wait what a minute! I I owe eighty three million. What happened? But it, you know, again, we were talking about the serious part of how dangerous this environment is. Whether it's extremely misogyny around Taylor Swift right. or whatever. I was. I don't know if you saw this story. Fawny Willis had to use a body double in a dramatic escape from MAGA threats. Yeah. I mean, because yep. it, it's even worse for black women. Of course. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I mean, I think even she's, I don't think I've ever heard the N-word so much in my life. Um, th- threats grew so intense, she used a body double wearing body armor to help her escape from the courthouse. In the days before the indictment, the threats were intensifying against her. Her security staff may notice an assassination threat on the deep web, a dark web MAGA site. Uh, the best time to shoot her is when she leaves the building, mm-hmm. they said. So they set up an elaborate operation that involved a body double at midnight. Uh, after um, after the midnight indictment, she announces the indictment. Uh, after the indictment, about one in the morning, she and her team go back to the office where she changes out of her business attire into sweats, a T-shirt, and a baseball cap. Meanwhile, someone yes. on her staff, a woman about the same size, um, it, it changes into clothes that are that resemble Vonnie Willis, who's wearing a black business suit, a string of pearls, a black bob wig. The body double yep. goes out the front of the courthouse. She's wearing a bulletproof vest, goes out in front of the courthouse, gets in the official black SUV. Vonnie and her, Willis and her team go out the back of the courthouse into civilian cars and leave for an undisclosed location really a dramatic moment and a yeah. really sad one yeah it's like, like the judge Nolan, right? like the judge in new york saying i advise you jurors to never ever say you yeah. were on this jury yeah, yeah. I, everybody's got to dress like uh, marjorie uh, taylor green uh, dropping a bomb off at the capitol with sweats what? and a hoodie what allegedly Carlos. allegedly <laughs> I agree. Just With saying. Allegedly. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Yeah, the, the misogynistic, the, the the hate, the fear, it, it always leads to dread and something bad happening. And I can't believe that people are still with him. People that are... The, what's yeah. worse... I, get, I understand people being a mark and being manipulated. The people that should go straight to the front of line in hell are the disingenuous enablers of Trump. All the billionaires, all the Republicans who know oh. better. But We'll just talk about Elise Stefanik to tomorrow. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Follow Carlos. You worship him. 49ers. Woo! Okay. They love Taylor Swift, too. <laughs> all right. Love you, Carlos. See you tomorrow on the Stephanie Miller Show.